Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. And with a solid uh, 10 misses. Yeah. Well, try again later. I saw that bolt of lightning right outside the window. I saw it in my peripheral. In Forge of the Dragonlord, our party embarks on the most traditional of adventures, raiding the lair of a powerful and ferocious dragon. But this is no ordinary dragon, and the Vault of Embers is no ordinary lair. Dragons are ferocious and greedy creatures, red dragons doubly so. Protective and vengeful in the extreme, plundering a red dragon's lair is a task reserved for only the bravest or most foolhardy. Within the Golden Archipelago dwells not just one, but dozens of red dragons, including the vengeance-crazed Pyre. From within his lair, the Vault of Embers, he assembles an army of dragonborn and war golems. When his plans are complete, he will unleash his army upon the Dragon Queen, who crippled his wings long ago. The party will need all of their wit and skill to infiltrate the vault and defeat the maddened dragon, for only the incomparable heat of Pyre's forge will allow them to melt away the adamantine shell of the fallen star and unlock the secret hidden within. Alright, so the armaments. First one is going to be a short bow. Okay. That's a uh, 27 Arcana. Uh, It's two. Um, Arcane Reservoir. When the bearer would expend a first level spell slot, the spell slot is not expended. So it basically gives you a free spell slot. Okay. I'm going to say for that particular one with the armaments, that can be used also for Mercer if he wants to use it to create his cannon. Sweet. His Heldred. He hangs on to it then. Only because it says it doesn't use up one of your spell slots. So I'm going to allow that. Cool. Yeah, he hangs on to that one. Number two. Number two is another mask. You guys are finding masks left and right. Sixteen. Give me evens or odds. Evens. Odds. So we're going to say it's defensive. A caustic dragon mask. Um, what did I say? Defensive? Yes. Next creature to hit the bearer is poisoned until the end of their turn. And we'll say that's the standard poisoned. Okay. Number three is going to be a Warhammer. Nice. Fifteen. Thunderous Warhammer. Deals an additional 2d8 thunder damage and the target is knocked prone. DC 12 saving throw. 
to stay standing. It locked on immediately looks at you. Thank you. He has a thing for hammers. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, if I hammer. he, he looks at the shield and he looks at the hammer and he goes, I got thunder and lightning now. Very, very I'm a storm, storm, storm stone sorcerer. <laughs> Mercer just kind of shakes his head as he's rummaging through and grabs the fourth one. Uh, another, no, a, uh, a javelin. That's, 22. That's considered a simple ranged weapon, right? Yes. Do, 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 do. Arcing. Deals an additional 2d6 lightning damage and may target up to two other char- other characters within nice. 10 feet. Yeah. It says characters, obviously that means enemies. Yeah. Holds it up to the back. Oh, thank you. You kind of have a thing for throwing javelins, so... <laughs> okay, so what is it exactly? It does 2d6 uh, additional lightning damage and within 10 feet it can hit two other targets. So you basically you're gonna roll three attacks for that one. Okay. No, no, no. It's you, you throw it to attack your first target. It does the normal damage, the two d six, and if two other people are within ten feet, they take two d six. Oh, even you. better. Okay, so it's a javelin of what? It's just a, a javelin that does lightning damage. Just one call time. it marking javelin. Okay. Because you've lost those two harpoons. It's a, yeah, it's a Dragonforged Javelin of Arcing. Ugh, 27 on the next one. It's going to be a Hand Axe. Okay. Alright, I'm going to say this right now. For this harpoon that you just gave me. Javelin. 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 Uh, Zavak has secured a rope around her waist. No, 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 no. Just around one end of the javelin. So. She can hold on to the other end and still throw it. So she can try to retrieve it? Yeah. Okay. But it's only a one-time magical use. After that, it's just a regular javelin. Oh. All the Dragonforge armaments are a one-time use. Just like a spell scroll. Okay. Did I give you the effect for the hand axis? Okay. Uh... Freezing deals 2d8 cold damage, and the target can't take reactions until the end of their next turn. He looks at Locks and goes, eh, or I'm hanging on to it. Hang on to it. It's a great source for catapult. (laughs) That's your thing as it is. Although I might still take that long sword from you. He hands it over right away. You're gonna have to remind him, remind me what the longsword does later. It's the same thing as his little light hammer. It does the exact same thing. They both have the same magical use. The, the, the caustic. The no. um. Or freezing. No, the insidious whispers. It brightens with a DC twelve. Oh, well, terror. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Six. Fifteen. It's going to be a. Uh, 
another short bow. And you said you rolled a what? 15. Bibidoo. Flaming! Yes. Deals 3d6 fire damage to all creatures within 5 feet of the target. Oh man, I want to light stuff on fire. So it's like a basic area of effect thing. You don't even have to use the weapon. You just... <laughs> Looks at Esther. Big puppy dog eyes. Yes! <laughs> okay. So... Can she use... She's oh. just using the spell effect. Okay. Because you just said you don't have to actually... It's just. Use okay. It. Yeah. Tell me exactly what it is again. It's 3d6 fire damage, and everything within five feet of where it goes off um, takes that damage. And I'm assuming the range is going to be the distance of a short bow. Mm-hmm. So short bow is. What is the weapon? It's it's just it's, it's just a bow. short bow. Okay. So you can cast the spell on it centered on yourself, or you can cast it wherever the arrow lands. Just as a reminder, though, if you cast it centered on yourself, you eat that damage, too. Mm-hmm. Short bow, short bow, short bow. Short Pretty sure it's 20 and 60. No, short bow is, like, further than that. Why am I having trouble seeing it? For a short bow? Yeah. Let's have a look here. There it is. No, that's your sword. Short. Oh. 80, 320. So 80 feet. Mark that down. Because otherwise it's disadvantage. And it won't go farther than 320 max. Oh, God, it's right there. It's a simple ranged. So, yeah, there's a good chance she absolutely could use it anyways. I forgot I could do that. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a 19 on the next one. We're on 7. We're on 7. Do, 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 do. Simple melee weapon. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, short sword. Uh, it's not as simple. No. Okay. Uh, spear. Spear is simple. We'll do a spear. <clears throat> Trying to come up with this stuff. I, I have the weapons in front of me. Okay. Um, you just want me to call one out at random? No, because I sh- it should be on me to make that thing. I mean, I could roll a d10. What did you... Uh, uh, I got a 20. Or, sorry, 19. Thunderous! Nice. Deals another 2d8 thunder damage, and target is knocked prone. DC 12 strength saving throw to stay put. He looks at lot. Meh. What is Not it? A, it'll do thunderous. Same thing as your... Uh, whatever I just gave you. The, the war hammer. hammer. If not, I can use it. I don't need a sword. It's a spear. I don't need a spear. Hangs onto it. I like your D10 idea. We'll go with that. Do you want to roll D10 or you want me to roll? I'll roll it. You just tell me what it is. And we'll just go from top of the list down to the bottom. Okay. Next one. 22. Another simple freaking melee weapon. Four. One, two, three. Hand axe. Hand axe. 
You rolled a what? 22. Five. Caustic. Nice. Deals 4d4 acid damage and 2d4 acid damage at the start of the creature's next turn. DC 12 con saving throw prevents this additional damage. Mercer just tucks it into his belt loop. <laughs> Same thing with the other one. Alright. Next. 19. An amulet. Finally, something different. Hopefully, temporary hit points. <laughs> Five. Caustic again. Next creature to hit the bearer is poisoned until the end of their next turn. Mercer just tosses it into his bag. Nice. <laughs> what number are we on? We are going on to ten. Ten. Right. With a twenty-four. Uh, da 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 da. Martial weapon. I'm gonna call it a rapier right now. Okay, that's fine. Because <clears throat> I know that's. And for arcing. He tosses it to Selene. <laughs> 2d6 lightning damage and can jump to two other characters within 10 feet. Nice. Although I've never seen Selene get into melee combat. Occasionally. She has yet to do anything melee. If I need, be great. Uh, she just tried in the last combat when the guy was fleeing. She tried to punch him and whiffed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So out of all the opportunities to get into melee, the first time was a unarmed strike. Yeah, happens. <laughs> uh, final one. Twenty-three. Yep. Yeah, do, 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 do. Simple ranged weapon. Is it dart? No. A dart's not one of them. No. Um. Simple range. Slingshot. Yeah. Oh wait. Okay. Yeah. Dart is. Yeah. Simple. Sorry. All right. So it's gonna be a dart. Okay. Well, this will be interesting. It's another arcing, so another 2d6 lightning damage. Mercer just tucks it. Now before uh, before Celine goes to cast her her uh, her uh, thing, um, while she's doing that, she heals Esther for. Uh, hold on. I gotta look at my spell real quick. Because she was the one. Okay, actually, I'll reroll these because it's plus my spell casting modifier. So, first, uh, see, that's going to be seven. Yay! How you looking? A little better. Uh, Twelve. Okay, she's fine now. Okay. So, she hangs on to her last first level spell slot. Oh, 
Alright, so, um, right after that, lock, Lockdown goes, alright, hold on, just a second. Walks around, back over into here. Pops his head up over at Mercer and goes, did you actually search the area or just look at the ballista? Just the ballista. Okay, oh, feel around. These areas, from what I heard rumored, said they had a secret compartment hidden for extra weaponry. Nice. Okay, Mercer goes up to the one. The one that Locke's not at right. investigation with, oh geez, a 25. Locke can't find Jack crap because he rolled a one. <laughs> so you're looking around. Yep. And as you start to look around, you realize one of the stone slabs is making a tapping sound. You're able to lift it up, and there's a hidden compartment in the floor. Okay. You find... 35 more. We'll be here all night. <laughs> you find a heavy crossbow, two park, two parks, pikes, two pikes, four javelins, a shield, and hold two... Hold on, hold on. That's way too fast, man. Sorry. <laughs> so heavy crossbow, two pikes, four javelins, Okay. A shield. Okay. And two grappling hooks. Are these all armaments? No, these are just basic hidden weapons. Nice. This is like a really good weapon. call. Hmm? I like how grappling hook is weapon. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> you can take an eye out with that. Or, you know, a chunk of brain. He uh, then crawls down, goes over to the other side, does the same thing. Uh, that's going to be a 14. Locke's just looking at you like, this is your area of expertise. Mine is swinging a hammer and casting spells. Okay. So you can find the second one. Same thing. It's another stone slab hidden. Same things? Same things, same quantity. Okay. Mercer takes... I assume the grappling hooks have rope on them. Yep. He takes his knife and cuts the rope off one of them. Mm-hmm. Chucks the grappling hook over into the water. <laughs> Locke's just looking at you like, what the heck are you doing? He proceeds to reach into his bag, grabs all eight javelins. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what are you doing? Giving this to Tortle. Oh. I have no use for javelins. Oh, okay. She can use them. And I'm already, I'm pushing max capacity on my bag. I don't have much room left. So, okay. she gets the lug. Okay, cool. And the grappling hook's, for the most part, useless. Okay. So, we have three grappling hooks now. <laughs> nice. So, Mercer walks down, lugging this big old bundle of javelins all tied together. Walks up to the back and goes... You get a lug beast. Oh, a gift for me. All right. All nice. And even, even sits there and ties into it like a little bow. Oh, how cool of you. Okay. How many javelins? <laughs> Eight of them. Eight. Nice. <laughs> you get to lug these around. What? I tied it all in a nice little bow for you. Too. What's the um? What's the die? What's the hit die for that? Uh, 
I'm pretty sure it's a D6. Give me a minute. Yeah. Javelin. D6. 3120. Okay. Mercer kind of grumbles to grumbles to himself. <laughs> Are you tired? No. I'm running out of room for stuff. I have three bags almost maxed out. Well, I still have room in my bag, I suppose. Esther, I to tell you. Esther, uh, hand me your bag. What? What are you doing, man? Give me your bag. Oh man, don't wreck my stuff, okay? Give me your bag. Hands it over. Pulls out his utensils. It was good knowing you. Let's the runes fade off his his That's arcane cool. focus. Oh, Proceeds man. to scribe into the bag. It into another bag of holding. Yep. I know. Lockdown just kind of looks at you and is like, How? Arcane infusions. Dude, his greed. Is this one of your artificing whatever? Yep. Okay. His greed knows no bounds. Oh, I figured that out real quick. Ah, yeah. Hey. What, man? If it's not usable, it's sellable. Mine's a grabbing hook. I don't care about that. We haven't even gotten to the alchemist lab yet. Wait, what? <laughs> Man, shut up. We'll be here. He grabs the back's bag off her shoulders. Oh! Rips it open, like, rips the top over. Just dumps all the golem stuff out. What? He sits there. He grabs his bag. He dumps all the golem stuff out. Proceeds to take the next, like, 15 minutes to rummage through all the good parts. Loads up all the good parts. Good parts of what? All the freaking golems I've been taking. Oh, okay. Rounds up all the best bits. Yeah, I choose the best bits. So, best bits. Tell me how much it weighs in total. I got 1,000 pounds. Oh, God, dude. I'm trying to think how many golems you guys are taking on now. Five. Took on... That's a lot of golems. Well, you took on five standard war golems, and then you took on one advanced war golem. I focus on the advanced one if his parts are in really good shape. Yeah. It needs some serious repair work done to it, but yeah, it's got the most usable parts out of all of them. Yeah, the rest of them... Huh? How much weight? 250. Okay, he loads uh, the 250 pounds into Zebek's bag, and he sheds a small tear as he turns around and goes, We rest. Since you said alchemical lab, I must have a bag empty. He kind of, locked down, just kind of looks at you and goes, I know where a war golem scrapyard is at outside of the bowl. We'll be all right. Yeah. Mercer's eyes get real big, like... My dreams come true. Because it's where they sent all the dysfunctional ones that didn't work. They Locke. just dashed them out there. Lock, you're enabling him. What are you doing? To tell you the honest truth, it wouldn't be a bad idea to have a war golem. Well, yeah, but do we really have the time to sit and wait while he makes one? Well, I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about after we finish off Pyre and get the hell off this island. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. Remember, For the record. That room. 
moving forward, I'm going to tell you guys this right now. Knowing what you guys all prefer to use, there are certain things in certain areas on the lower level of the bolt that I know different people can use. The only thing I can't really think of that could be used, well, no, I can think of something that Mercer can use as well. So, we've got say. three key people we have to take care of, not to mention get the energy resonator so we can get to Pyre. Pyre being the third person. Tarkantos is the one who guards the bolt, or guards the forge. And if I had to venture a guess, I'd say he's headed, he's standing guard right outside that energy shield thing. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, um, Mercer proceeds to take Celine's bag, dumps it out as well. <laughs> okay. Bring up 600 pounds worth of space. Well, 550 pounds worth of space. Of war golems? He goes, um, okay. Hey, you said there's there's a, there's a junkyard we can get to. You said there's a fault. You said there's an alchemical lab. I got all the golem parts I need out wherever you're he talking. I don't need you lugging this crap around. Somebody said you need to from the beginning. You were the one who collected that crap up in the first place. Yeah, but that was before I knew all the stuff that you just told me was down there. I gotta make room. Okay. Just take the bag. I only started eating on him because you hadn't been. And then he proceeds to, to uh, throw the heavy crossbows, the two pikes, the shield, and the uh, three other grappling hooks into Zabak's bag. Mm -hmm. Alright. <clears throat> Do we continue to press forward or you guys want to rest? Uh, we're going to have to rest. Uh, I'm almost out of, I'm almost out of spell slots and I'm pretty sure based off what Celine was doing, she's pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped. Yeah, we're all burnt out. Alright. Should we, I don't know. Yeah, we're just going to, right here. Okay. Unless you got a better place to... Not that I can think of. Because, I mean, we got that way we can go. Pointing to over there. Mm -hmm. Or we can go that way. And, uh, again, we don't know what we're going to run into. Right now seems the best. Yeah, I don't know what's down that way. I've not actually been down in the lower levels. I just know what I've heard about the lower levels. So, yeah, for now, this is the best time. So, voop, bubble, rest, moving on. <coughs> All right. Mercer does does take a moment before they do leave. He does put his hand on the pile of stuff. He's like, I, I just, just need a moment. Small tear runs down his eye as this massive pile of golem parts mm -hmm. as he walks away and leaves it. <laughs> All right, so which direction do you guys want to head now? Uh, well, I say we head this way real quick and see what's down this way. It's in here? Yep. Okay. Jing dude's armor up. So you guys get to oh, no wrong person. So you guys get to right here. Alright. A side passage 
leads to a dimly lit, rough-hewn cavern with ten-foot ceilings. The floor slopes steadily downward into a pool of seawater fifteen feet deep, fed from the ocean by an underwater tunnel. The natural rock of the pool is covered with giant oysters that provide Pyre with snacks. So this is his little snack room. Well, good news is we know where we can get food. Yeah. You said there 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 were oysters. Mm-hmm. Doesn't oysters have pearls? Maybe. Yeah. So we can come back and. A few oyster shells from a recent harvest lie on the floor near the pool. A dragon-forged armament can be seen laying in the bottom of the pool. You can attempt to harvest pearls from the oysters. However, you can tell from looking at it, it's also going to be a very slow process. Mm, we well, it's, it's we come back later for this, but yeah, we know it's here. Yeah. Okay. So, we, we move on from the room, but Mercer makes a note to come back here. Alright. He sees money. Oh yeah. Money, money, money. <coughs> so as you guys make your way back this way, it doesn't take much. You get about halfway down the hallway and you... No. Yeah, halfway down the hallway, the kobolds have triggered a trap causing the floor to collapse into a spiked pit. Oh, the kobolds also hung a rope from the ceiling, allowing you to swing across. So we're going to need dexterity checks to swing across, um, or take the risk of falling into the pit. Crap. Celine just resides herself. She climbs in her bag. She goes, swing me, or I'm going to tie, you know, he's like, Mercer, like, puts the bag on, mm-hmm. goes, okay, and he proceeds to go. Swing over? Yeah, she gives him bardic inspiration before she climbs in there. Alright, so Mercer and Selene are going to go first? Yep. Oh, man. Hold on. Uh, nope, Mercer's going to eat this. Uh, that's going to be a... Uh, seven in total. Yeah, no. So, you fall into the pit. Oh, no. You take 13 points of piercing damage as you hit the spikes. Do I just get a crawl out on the other end at this point? Uh, I'd be an athletics check to climb Oh, out. no. Okay. Uh, not a strong suit. Fourteen. That is just enough to crawl out, roll over the edge, and be like, Oh, that hurt. Oh, no. Drops, drops Celine. Celine's bag opens up. She crawls out, and he's just like, Ow! We got Percep- boo-boos. Perception checks by both of you. Uh, Mercer got a fifteen. Celine got a 25. As soon as you guys both roll out. Celine stops for a second, picks her head up just in time to see three dragonborn come around the corner. 
does she get a chance to react? Yes, because she made the perception check. Okay. Shield. Or not shield. Mage armor. Okay. And you guys are in initiative now. Thank you, people. I need you over here immediately. Working on it. All right. Uh, so it's back. <sighs> when it's time to swing over the rope. Mercer did give him give uh, the sapphire the longsword. He's not carrying that anymore. Okay. And uh, the shield's been expended. All right. What did Mercer get? Mercer got a seven. Esther. Um, Esther and Zabak both got um, twenty-one, and Esther will go first. Before the back. Okay. And what did Sloan get? Sloan <laughs> got a nine. What is Celine's dexterity? Uh, a fourteen. All right. So lockdown will go before her. All right. So it's gonna go. Esther. Zabak. Lockdown. Celine. Mercer, and then tailing up the end, the Dragonborn. Along with that perception check, Selene also notices that all three of them are carrying dragon-forged armaments of some kind. Oh, fantastic. More rain! Yay! Lovely. Just hope it stops raining long enough for us to get the stuff back out in the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Esther, you're up first. All what right. are you doing? What do you do? Alright. Which one can I see? Uh, you can see... These two here at the back. This guy's still around the corner. They were going to come around the corner, but because you guys got right there. You okay? Yeah, I'm just looking. I'm just making sure no water, a whole bunch of water's not getting in. From the rain. Just the way it's blowing in. <sighs> All right. What you doing? Magic missile. No, 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 no. Mind sliver. What's the range of that spell? I think Farther it's 60. Than we think. Yeah, 60 feet. Alright. I'm pretty sure it's 60. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Oh, yeah. I just want to make sure that they were actually in range. Uh, I think it's a spell. Intelligence saving throw of 
11. Yeah. And it's an intelligence saving throw? Yeah. Which one are you hitting with it? Uh, the one like, a, directly a behind Mercer. Well, so the, the blue guy? Yeah, because I, I imagine I can see over his head because I'm like six foot tall. It's not hard. He's yeah. three foot two. Yeah, he Literally got a two. Literally half my height. Huh? He got a two. Yeah, he ain't going to make it. So he's going to take a D4, uh, D6 psychic damage, and on his next, next saving throw, he's got to subtract a D4. All right, remind me of that. Oh, two points. But now he has uh, It's 2d6 because you're fifth level. Oh, nice. So okay. roll another one. Oh, okay. Uh, so that was actually seven points. Alright, hang on just a second. Which guy did you hit? The blue one? Yeah. For how much? Seven points. Alright. Um, it is Zabak's turn. Alright. What to do? Swing over me, shield. Yep. Pretty much. Wish me luck. I wish I could... Dexterity check. I wish I had some inspiration to guide me through this troubling, in this troubling time. I wonder, saw how well it worked for Mercer. Yeah, it didn't work well. Oh, I rolled with the wrong die and still did well. Okay. That's gonna be... 15. Oh! Yes! I am a badass. Now, just to be clear, yes. where you guys are standing, you will have to move if you want more people to get across that pit. Otherwise, right. they're going to land on you, which That's will fine. cause damage. So how much of my movement did I use? Do I still have a little bit left? Can I get to uh, You're going to say you used half your movement to do it. Well, technically, that was a skill check. A skill check. Oh, so I can So that was your action. Was you can action. move. All right. Well, that is it then. So you, can, you can move. Oh, yeah. So... Get him in there. Oh, yeah, I'm going to step in between him and Mercer. And kind of in that so corner. So right into here. Yeah. I think not. <clears throat> All right, so that was the back. Uh, locked on. He actually uses his movement to fly. 5, 10, 15. Wait, take me with you, man. He can't carry you. What? He's not that strong. He uses most most of his melee attacking and combat is based on magic. And uh, and most likely he can't fly unless he's. Wait, I think low. I have feather fall. Would that help? No. No. Damn. No, that's Poe. Sorry. And uh, <laughs> he's just going to. Wait a minute. What? Why couldn't he carry me? I'm not that heavy. You'd be surprised how even a hundred and some pounds makes a big difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's just gonna firebolt for now. And fail horribly. Jeez, I am rolling for crap for lockdown tonight. Gee, many Christmas. Celine's turn. Um, let's see, Celine. Any of them 
wearing metal? They are all wearing hide armor. Okay. Um, give me their list of weapons. Oh, do, 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 do. That's a good point. Because I, I know they're metal. Yeah, I gotta figure that out. Don't I? There's <clears throat> a lot of added stuff here. Alright, so first guy has a uh, a javelin. Okay. Second guy has a flail. Third guy has a shield. We're gonna go with the guy with the flail. Uh, heat metal. And he needs to make a constitution saving throw or drop the object. And he takes 2d8 fire damage while he's in contact with it. Alright, so... So he takes 2d8 regardless. Okay. He's got to make a what saving throw? Uh, dex... or con saving throw. Pretty sure he made To hang on to it. But he'll take damage if he hangs on to it, right? He will continue to, yes. Okay, so he just drops it then. So he takes an amazing three points of fire damage. You said the guy with the flail? Yep. You made drop? Yep. Alright, so it'd be the green guy. And how much damage did he take? Three points. Celine's turn. Go ahead. Uh, She's going to... Shift five feet that way towards you. I assume she can go five feet. Uh, she cannot. There is a door right here. Okay, so she moves five feet forward. Okay. But she does realize that she was her back was up against <laughs> up against a door. Uh, you know what? That, ladies and gentlemen, is Pyre's forceful power. Yeah, right. Uh, she's actually going to actually move directly up to the, uh, the, the guy. Yeah. Which guy? The, the first one here closest to her, actually. This one? Yep. The blue guy? <sighs> and she proceeds to draw the rapier. Just to make me look like an idiot, right? Yep. And with a solid uh, 10 misses. Yeah. Well, try again later. I saw that bolt of lightning right outside the window. I saw it in my peripheral. That Dang. was really cool. <laughs> that was the most wonderful Love thunderstorms. Oh so that was her action. She'll try again next turn. Wow. Okay. So that was Celine's turn. Mercer. Mercer will use his action to uh, create his force cannon, and then he will move through Locke's space around to right here. Uh, no, right here. So he's range. Okay. And then uh, bonus action force cannon him. Force cannon which one? Him. The blue guy? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, these maps need much more distinguishable grid lines. What? I'm assuming a 13 misses. 13 hits right on the money. Yes! Very not bad, my dude. He takes 12 points of force damage and is pushed 5 feet. Nice. So, he can't be pushed because he's already up against the wall. But he took how much damage? Uh, 12 points. Does he does he uh, take a bump on the noggin from getting smacked against the wall he's against? Um, how much damage did that thing do? Twelve. No, I mean, like, what's the dice roll? Two d eight. Two d eight. I'm gonna say add another d six to it because he can't be moved, but he does get forced into that wall. So, for additional five points. So, uh, twelve seventeen total. D8. What was the extra D6 that you rolled? Five. Okay. Alright, so that's Mercer's turn. It's now their turn. So, two guys on the back, and no. Celine got one of their attention. So, one guy on Celine. Which is the one with the flail? Huh? Well, which one was the guy with the flail? The green one. Uh, okay, the guy in the middle. Uh -huh. Cool. When he dropped the flail, he pulled his great axe out. Okay. Cause she's still concentrating on the flail, so it's still on. It's still glowing hot. Oh, the concentration spell. The heat. Okay. Yeah, cause this way he can't pick it up without okay. taking damage. <clears throat> All right. So. That's a javelin. So. You can't use a javelin as a melee weapon, right? Okay. I didn't think so. So... Mercer was the one that shot him with the force cannon, right? Yep. Alright. I need the details for a javelin. How much damage does a javelin do? D6. Is it a D6? So he attempts to throw the javelin at Mercer. Ah, so I lose my dice. Nineteen? No. Just hits. Just hits, okay. And then as a bonus action, um, the back locked on and Celine. Since they're the closest ones, I'll need to make wisdom saving throws. Celine fails. Oh! Mercer's gonna take uh, four points piercing damage as he gets hit with the javelin. Okay. 16? 16 makes it. Yeah. And I gotta roll for lockdown. Pretty sure he made it. Oh yeah, he made it. So Celine becomes frightened for one minute. She can attempt to remake the saving throw at the beginning of, or at uh, each round. 
Okay. So that was him. Uh, red guy and the green guy both swing great axes at the back. Oh no. Let me put this down. Okay. So first attack misses. Second attack the 20. Dang, yeah, that's it. Eight points slashing damage. Ouch. And that's their turn, so back to the top of the line. Esther. Alright, get wrecked. <clears throat> Am I still on the other side of the pit? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna stay there. Uh, can I walk right to the edge? Absolutely. Okay. So, 5, 10, 15, they're right here. Then mm, back up one. So the blue guy? Yeah. Okay. Esther's turn. Zabak. Alright. Zabak is gonna swing. Oh, that's gonna be 26 to hit. Who? The one, uh, the blue guy directly in front of Celine. That's a hit. That's the first attack, and that is. I am enraged by this turn of events, you know. Okay, so okay. did you attack recklessly? No, no, no. Okay. But that's, that means still hit. So that's uh, seven points for the first attack. And, oh, yeah, that's going to hit. That's going to be 23 to hit. That's a hit. Oh, almost max damage, 15. Zabak's turn, Lockdown's turn. <coughs> so, <coughs> he got a light hammer that does thundering damage, right? No, it does not fear. What weapon did he get that did thunder? Was that a shield? Oh, uh, the Warhammer. The Warhammer does the thunder. Yes. So you take, he has the thunder, the thunder hammer out. Uh, 
He's going to bonus action Misty Step to right here. So Mr. Red Guy is now flanked. And as part of an attack action, he's going to use Booming Blade along with the Warhammer. Would you say he's been Thunderstruck? No, the guy he's going to hit is going to be thunderstruck. Maybe. You got to hit him first. Am I the only one? <sighs> well, I know he hit him. He rolled an 18. Well, not including... Roll again to see if you crit. Huh? Roll again to see if you crit. Oh, that's right. It's at advantage. <laughs> nope, just an 18. Where's the shot? So, yep. Warhammer does a D... Eight, yes. D eight. We have a another D eight for booming blade, and then an additional two D eight for the thunder. Thunder. And then they have to make a DC twelve strength check or be knocked prone. So basically, it's his thunderous smite minus the thunderous smite. Uh -huh. Just not as. Uh... <clears throat> All right, so. But one and done. Initial damage to four. It's nine. Ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen points of damage. Do 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 do. Yeah, he's knocked prone. Just a nice solid crack right down on the shoulders, and this guy just. Oh, oh. oh man, is he dead? No, he just didn't like that at all. So that was Lockdown's turn. It is Celine's turn. She's going to attempt to attack the uh, same guy again. Okay. Now, is the check done at the beginning or the end? Um. I'm going to say it's at the beginning of her turn. Right, so that's going to be now, so she'll still have disadvantage. Oh, gosh dang it. So she swings and misses again. What'd you roll? I rolled a three, so Ouch. even with my modifiers, I don't even. Okay. She, he, he, just, he just keeps, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> All right, Mercer's turn. Mercer's going to... Bonus action, force cannon, the same guy. That's silly Blue dude. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a 10, so he misses on that. And then he'll firebolt. Of course he will. With a critical hit. <laughs> don't roll badly. Please don't roll badly. So, critical damage. And the additional... Oh yeah, that's 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 pretty. Um, that's going to be thirty points yeah. of damage from his firebolt. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got.
Wow. Um, I can't even begin to describe how badly you killed this He's guy. I just burned his head right off. He's obliterated. No, his whole body's gone. This you charred a- his skin to like a crusty black. He had yeah. nine hit points. Hey, left. look, it's a black He's dragon. It's disintegrated. Said, Look, it's a black dragon. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, my God. My genius is rubbing off on you. I'm so proud. Oh, I really wish I wasn't so damn tired right now. Can I drink your other Red Bull? Mm-hmm. It's a bit late for that. I, it's fine. It's 11. I don't care. There you go. I was really hoping that we, got, we were able to get farther tonight, but... I think we're not going to. Nope. Is it 11 o'clock? It yeah. is 11 o'clock. Right. Well, we might. Depends. Depends on how these two rooms go. To determine how far, how close we get. We already know what's going to happen in that room. Huh? We already know what's going to happen in that room. I have a bad feeling. That's the alchemy lab. Isn't it? Who said that? I'm just guessing based off what I can see on the... Quit trying to metagame here. I ain't metagaming yet. Quit trying to metagame. Alright. The line is a dot. Where were we? Who just did what? Mercer did the uh, fireball and uh, killed... I made a black dragon. <laughs> killed so this bad. dude. Yep. He fell down. He go boom. Does his uh, fear go away? Yes. Okay. Yes, the fear effect thing. No, because that came off of the weapon, not. Okay. Mm. Yeah, it was the enchantment from the weapon that did that. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, That was Mercer, so now it's their turn. Um, Is Celine maintaining the. Yes, she is. Okay, so he moves up to here then, and one swing at Celine, one swing at Zabak. No, this guy turns and tries to swing at Lockdown because he just molly walked that guy. Great, but the guy moved away from Lock, so attack of opportunity. Yeah, he tries to walk away. Standard Warhammer attack. Yeah, Lock missed. Dang it. You, you you are you are banished. I can keep hoping. Locke was doing great, and then all of a sudden it's just like, eh, dice don't care anymore. Whiff. That ticks me off. All right, so dude swinging on Locke. That's um, pretty sure a fourteen. Yeah, it's a miss. a miss. Um, and then dude swinging at Celine. <laughs> Dirty 20. That's it. Nine points of slashing damage. Well, she maintains her concentration at least. Okay. That's their turn. Top of the line. Esther. Alright, man. Get wrecked. 
last one I'm going to be able to do today. Magic Missile. On. Ah, crap. Green's probably the only one you can actually see. Yeah, it's going to have to be that one. Seventeen points. Seventeen points. Wow. Okay. We're hitting hard and we're hitting fast. Yeah, that's what matters. Seventeen. He did not like that at all. You also need what he sprouts spectral wings and teleports or something. Misty steps. He's in your face. Alright, uh, Zabak. Alright. Beat on the prone guy. I am. She's gonna do it. She's gonna. Because you would have advantage. Oh, yeah. Roll again. Do I crit? Do I crit? I do not crit. Okay. So, from my first attack, 26. Which, which one are you attacking? The prone boy. The red guy? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, he was prone. He wasn't supposed to be able to attack locked on. Oops. No, he can still attack from being prone, but it's disadvantage. Yeah. Well, he missed either way, so. Alright. So, that's gonna be a 26 to hit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's definitely a hit. Okay. Break the skull. Uh, 11 points of damage. Okay. Alright, for my second attack. Hang on. Second you land that hit, his shield goes off, you're knocked back ten feet and prone. Rude. So you oh you run right into Mercer. Can I make a dexterity check to yeah, avoid? Dexterity saving throw. That's going to be a uh eighteen. Eighteen. Uh no. Sorry. Sixteen. 16, 16 to I'm, dodge. I'm gonna say that makes it, man. Yeah, it? so you're able to sidestep five feet as she goes. Ooh, sorry. Falls down. You alright? I'm fine. Right. So half your movement to get back up. Alright, and I can, can I take my second attack? Uh -huh. Okay, I'm gonna do right. it. Yeah, it's 10 feet to move back up. Ah! Uh -oh. again. You still prone? Ooh. You still have advantage. Oh, good, yeah. Oh, great. That's gonna be 22 to hit. That's a hit. Yeah. And at least you know the shield is expended. Yep. That's gonna be another 11. So you did 22 points in total? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Alright. Next. That was the back, so now it's Lockdown's turn. Proceed to beat the guy who is down. Yep. Because that's the proper way to fight. Yep. That's how you win. <laughs> hey, no such thing as a fair fight. So he just kind of sets the Warhammer, Warhammer down. Um, and 
pulls out that light hammer that does the uh, the fear the fear thing yeah fear of God and swings with that he has advantage because the guy is still knocked down prone Ooh, yeah. Yeah, that's a dirt. That's a 21 damage. So. Ah, where'd that go? Somewhere. Over the rainbow. I'm not going to lose a D4. Oh, a D4? Oh, God. Everybody look. I thought we'll find it later. I'd rather it didn't. I'm just being... There it is. Hey, look at that. I found another penny. I'm helping you save money. Now you're helping pay for my car bill. <laughs> One cent at a time. Hey, every penny matters. Hey, look at it. Now you have some cents. I do. Oh! <laughs> Got to earn it some way. Six points. So this guy is now at... 22... And he had to make a was it a wisdom saving throw? It's a con saving throw. No, it says wisdom. Oh, is it wisdom? It says wisdom. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, he failed the wisdom saving throw. So now he's prone and frightened. <laughs> there we go. This guy is just screwed every which way. And it is Celine's turn. She's gonna try a stabby. Has she used that armament yet? Nope. She just keeps missing them. <laughs> there we go. That's a 22 to hit. That's definitely a hit. Okay, so D8 for the rapier itself. And then... Uh, the rapier, rapier. 2D6. And so his friend who's down on the ground is going to eat the 2D6 as well. Both of them take 10 of the lightning damage. Ooh. And then the guy who's up takes uh, an additional 5 points as she stabs him in the spleen. An additional 5 points? <laughs> yeah. Alright, so she got off a melee attack with an arm in And then she's just like, oh well. <laughs> All right. That was Celine's turn. It is Mercer's turn. Mercer's going to grab the spear, and he's going to catapult it at the guy standing up. Spear? You mean the javelin? No, spear. One of the eleven armaments. One of them was a spear. Oh, okay. So he catapults it at the green guy. Yep. So okay. dexterity saving throw. What's the spell? What's the DC for? DC 16. Ah, okay. So he's going to take one, two, three, four, five, sixty-eight. Uh, and then he's going to have to make a strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Jeez. 
<laughs> um, nine. Nope, he's not prone. So they're both prone now. He takes 26 points from that spear. Ow. And then while he's down and in the ground, Mercer's going to take his disadvantage to bonus action and force cannon him. Alright, hold on a sec. You said 20... 20... How many points damage? 20 what? 26. 26. And... 15 hits... Yes. He takes an additional 12 points. He did. So he's just like, catapult, boom! Dang. Wait, which guy did you shoot with the... Green. Everything you did was on the green guy? Yep. Okay, so green guy is dead. So basically, he harpoons him with a spear, and then impales the spear even further in him as the force cannon hits it, and just... Dang. And pins him to the ground. Yeah. Alright, uh, last guy's turn. He is still prone. Now frightened. Uh, frightened state does... He has disadvantage on attacks and he cannot move closer to... Uh, lock. Well, he can't get any closer to lock even if he wanted to. While he's as long as... Yeah. So a frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attacks rules while the source of its fear is within the line of sight. The creature cannot willingly move closer to the source of the fear. Okay. And uh, he just stays around his back and tries to take a swing at uh, Zabak because he's scared to death of lockdown. Still right disadvantage. Yep. At this point, I mean, he's just kind of flailing around like. I'm half tempted if I were to go back, I just shell stomp him. Oh, jeez. Did you get a one? No. Rolled a 20 and a 16. Man. So he's still got a 21 to hit. Damn. And, ouch, almost max damage. 14 points slashing damage. He literally trying to take you out at the knees. Dang, man. That's him, top of the line. Esther, she does not have line of sight of him. Alright. Probably time to finally it try is. to get across. Alright, she's gonna swing across. Dexterity. Oh no. Oh no. It can't be happening. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what happens. I'm a I can... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> All right. I can't believe this is how this ends. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. No. Oh, no. Have I... Had, had I been healed? Yes. We rested. rested. Yes. 14 okay, yes. points piercing damage. Oh, God. Who used more damage than Mercer did? Oh, God. By one, but you still took more. Oh my so God. where Mercer, Mercer fumbled, you just went like you're crowd surfing into <laughs> the pit of spikes. I can fly. <laughs> 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 
Oh no, it was it was as graceful as uh, she just belly flopped it. Oh, that's awful. Okay, where are we at? Other than the fact that Esther is now skewered uh, by uh, Bax's turn. Yeah. Your turn. This is a Bax's turn. Oh, no. We better kill this one quick. You have advantage on the attack. Thank God. Oh, my God. That would have been so bad. Um, 16 to hit. That's a hit. You could potentially do it. Mm. Ooh, it's close. It's close. 12 points of damage. How much? 12. You clock his head square in half. Ah! And then I go and try to help Esther. Alright, so you're going to attempt to aid Esther. Mm-hmm. The back needs to roll a straight d20 and get a 10 or higher. Athletics check for Esther to try to climb out. Uh, athletics. I'm 11, my dude. Nope. She falls back into the pit. Uh. Less damage this time. 10 points piercing. Oh, God. Oh, hell. Slain oh. comes over, goes, be healed. It doesn't get me out of here. Well, I can't help you get out. I can only keep you from potentially dying. Bruh. Get me out. As she pretend or not pretends, as she cast, uh, can she, she can reach down and touch Esther, correct? It's a 10 foot drop. Mm. All right, so uh, let me, let me double check on that real quick. Actually, here's what happens. So, first things first, she proceeds to healing word her for a bonus action. So, you gain back nine hit points. Nice. Mercer goes, uh, uh, back your bag. And he basically hops on your back. Mm-hmm. Reach opens up the bag, reaches in, grabs the grappling hook with rope, mm-hmm. and lowers it down to Esther and goes, all muscles on hand, grab the rope. Right. So Lockdown comes over. I assume Esther helps. And then, uh... back helps, yeah. He sits there and he, they say, hook, hook it into your belt and hang on to it. Right. <laughs> you missed that. No. What? I went... Hoist Esther High. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ooh, get better material. Oh, come on. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercer kind of looks at you, all impaled, and then Celine will <laughs> cast her um, cure wounds at a second level. And you gain pack and ten hit points. Oh, thank God. How are you looking? I'm at like a 22 on a scale of 1 to 27. Okay, so not bad. So not bad. <laughs> um, and Mercer, like Mercer, looks at you. It's like, yeah, well, I guess the grappling hook was worthwhile after a while. 
and yeah. unhook, you know, uh, takes it back from you, ro- rolls it up, climbs back on top of his back, throws it back in the bag, and hops down. Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, are both sides closed by doors? Uh, no, this side is closed. This side is open. And uh, did you guys check the Dragonborn at all? Not yet. We're going to. Okay. So we 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 scour them for stuff. Uh, that's going to be a twenty on investigation. Um. Other than their basic armor and weapons that they had on them, they each have 25 gold pieces worth of silver and copper jewelry. Okay. And then uh, Mercer takes all their armor and their weapons, puts it into a pile. Um, Is there like a table or something around here? Uh Uh-uh. Crate? Okay. He just stacks it in the corner. He's like, I got room, I'll come back for it. Okay. Um, and then you said this area is open, correct? Right. Okay. He's going to go stick his nose in there. All right. So as soon as you guys get up to that room, Lockdown kind of puts his hand on your shoulder and goes, Shh, careful. This is Oricos's alchemy lab, and he is insane. Oh, no. Uh, the Green Dragonborn has served as Pyre's chief alchemist for nearly 20 years, expertly crafting new chemical regents for her master. Her chief achievement is the technique of sealing living creatures in liquid amber, which takes you back to when you went into Lux's court and you saw various dead creature statues of amber. Okay, do we, I mean, as we're walking up there, or as, as I'm walking up, do I see anyone in there? Um, okay, even better. Reaches my hand into my, my secondary pouch that's just holding the compass. Uh-huh. Detect dragons. Detect dragons? Yep. So... It's one of these things. Ah, so Fragment of Warreen. A character with a compass can take an action and detect one of the following attributes of a creature. They can, of a creature they can see. I can see two dragon, dragonborn. Um, and I choose dragon. So, within I think it's like sixty feet of me, I can I can sense all of that dragon or of that type. Okay. Back to that page real quick. So, do I sense any? Yes. Under one of the benches, you sense a um, a dragonborn hiding. So. It's just a sense dragonborn, right? Yeah. Well, I can do creature type, so dragonborn will register as dragon. Okay. And what's the range on that? It's like sixty feet. So I can I can ping quite a few. Oh, let's see here. 
I mean, let me, you know, here, just for intent purposes. Um, from where you're standing, from where you're standing, you pick up on Dragonborn over here, and you pick up on Pyre as well as other Dragonborn over here. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, Mercer is just there and he signals one and he points to where they're at. Oh, in the alchemy lab? Yeah. Okay. And then um, he's going to quickly come around and scorching ray Okay. Now here's the real question. So, do I have it by surprise that I charge in and just do, do, do. No. Okay. So first missile is going to be a 19 to hit. That's a hit. Second missile is going to be a 24 to hit. That's a hit. Third missile blows up in my face. Oh no. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Okay. So the first ray uh, 12, 14 points. The second ray 5 points. So 19 points all together. 19 points all together. Yep. All right. And then I assume initiative. Yes. Don't fail me now. Did you say 9 or 19? Uh, I thought 19. 19 all together. Okay. You guys always keep uh, saying off the numbers, and I'm like, oh, I didn't do it. Wait, wait a minute. All right, here we go again. Mercer? Uh, 15. Esther? Esther got a 6. Celine? 14. And Zabak? Dirty 20. Alright, so I'll give it to Zabak. Um, Lockdown will go first, then Zabak, then Oricos, Mercer, Celine, uh, Esther. So, um, Locked On is going to pull that, uh, he's going to cast True Strike on himself and hold his action, 
uh, on the triggering effect of something attacking one of his party members. Okay. And it'll be Zabak's turn. Alright. Time to get wrecked. How close can I get? You can get right up on her. Alright, Well, the only person who knows where she's at. I pointed where they were at. Okay. That's why I was like, one. And I go, and then I charge in and pew, pew, pew. So I point right where they're hiding. All right, so I'm going to get up on him. All right, out of the way. And try to hit her? Oh, yeah. Is she on the ground prone? She's on the ground hiding under the bench. So, right. yeah, I guess you'd consider that. So that would, they would have advantage on the attack. Huh? Didn't need it. Okay, that's gonna be. Why can I never remember? It's gonna be 24 to hit. That's gonna hit. Yeah. Mmm. Right? <laughs> 15. 15? 15 slashing. And I still have advantage for my second attack. Yeah, because right? she's still prone. Oh, sweet. Oh, man, that didn't help much. 17 for my second. It's a hit. Okay. Oh man, seven points. Alright. So now you got her pissed off. Before we go any further, I didn't get a chance to do this, so it's down here. laboratory stuff in it. I thought I brought it with me. You had one with a bunch of like well like boxes and stuff. I don't know what you do with it. And honestly dude, it's eleven thirty. I just move on. Okay. Unfortunately just because of a timing thing. Well it, I was going to get it set up so I could take a picture of it. Well you can you can still set up after the fact. On my own timetable? Yeah. Alright. So um, after that, you guys notice an odd, usual, an unusual sort of hosed arm come out of the ceiling, mm-hmm. and Zabak needs to give me a dexterity saving throw. And do that to me. You make it. Oh, yeah, buddy. You have to make it. It's going to be a 19. Yes, you do make it. Nice. So what you, you see uh, liquid amber spray and miss her. Ah! Well, she needs to die extra quick. And then as a bonus action, she blips out of here. And you don't know where she blipped out to. Okay, next. Um, that was her. It is Mercer's turn. Mercer reaches back into his pocket. Um, so and uh, he, as a bonus action, 
He uses sea invisibility. Nice. Okay. Uh, he doesn't see her. Now, I will say this just for a brief moment. You guys do see living animals in this room. To include... Set this down real quick. To include a cage that holds several mink, another that has a silver fox, and a third one that holds an exotic bird with feathers of iridescent blue. And then on a different shelf, you see a finished statue of a hobgoblin frozen in mid-snarl. Okay. Can I make a quick arcana check to see if I know what spell she used? Absolutely. Uh, that's going to be a 15. Misty step. Okay, so where does she go? She has to move within 30 feet of where she can visually see with Misty step. Does it say where you should go? Uh-huh. You have to be able to see line of sight. Briefly surrounds you with a silvery mist and teleports you to up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space you can see. So the only place that she can see is inside her lab. Okay. So we're going to have to retcon that because I thought it was just good flip out. Alright. Nope. She's still right there then. She ain't getting away from me that easily. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, if you want to wreck on that and do something else. Oh, absolutely. She's still there then. Yeah. Uh, I'm absolutely gonna walk right up to her, mm-hmm. and uh, because she's prone. I'm going to use that as a bonus action then. I am going to, instead of doing the compass, uh-huh. because I can see her, I'm going to put my force can right to her and pull the trigger. And so I have a straight roll. Okay. And that's going to be a 15 to hit. Yeah, that hits. So that's 16 points of force damage. She's knocked back five feet, which she can't, so she smacks the wall real hard. Mm -hmm. And then as an action, I'm going to proceed to use my second second level spell slot, and I'm going to Scorching Ray her. That's going to be a 23 to hit, a 25 to hit, and a... 22 to hit. Alright. I, I know this irritates the crap out of you, but you're going to have to tell me that damage again. Uh, 16 for the, the force damage. 16? Yeah. Double eights. I haven't even got to the force damage yet. Or to the fire damage that she's going to be eating. How'd you roll double eights? Force cannon. Oh, the force. It's, it's 2d8. It's a bonus action force cannon. Boom. 2d8. Why was I thinking it was a d10? No, it's 2d8. So 16? Yep. Okay. And then the first Scorching Ray is nine points. All right. Second Scorching Ray is three points. 
third scorching ray is seven points. Wow. Okay. That's Mercer's turn. Celine. Uh, Celine's going to move in to where she can see. Oh, that's right. Mercer moved right yeah. up here. So, Celine's going to move in to where she can at least see her. And, yep. And then she needs to give me a wisdom saving throw. Third level. You said wisdom? Yep. It's eight. Twelve. Okay, she fails. And so she's going to take three D... No, sorry. Four D six psychic damage. And she has to use her movement immediately to move as far away from Selene as she can. Which she really can't. Correct. But it's uh, f uh, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 points of psychic damage. Ow. Okay. And now it is Esther's turn. Alright, man. Mind sliver. What's the saving throw? Eleven. Intelligence. It's an intelligence saving yes. throw. Seven. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Oh yeah, it's gonna be six damage. You kill her. Yeah. Aha! She was going to try to beg you to spare her life, but eh. At this point, Mercer sits there and proceeds to rummage around the entire laboratory, collecting everything he can get his hands on. Okay. If it is alchemical in nature, he is collecting it. How do I want to do this? Okay. And the if first you want... Thing and if you want, for an investigation, that's going to be a 25. 25? Okay. So, raw chunks of amber are the first thing you find. Um, we're going to say you find five pieces, each worth about 250 gold in total. Okay. Um, you find the... Uh, You find a strange mithril tube that's attached to that hose that was spraying the amber that uh, reminds you of talking to uh, Ormix earlier. Is that the, the mithril extender? Extruder or tube? Extruder, yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, and you'll need to make a check to remove that, but I'll, let me tell you the rest of the stuff you find first. Um, and then you find a secret catch. Did I say that right? Catch? Catch. Catch. Containing 150 gold, three potions of greater healing, a potion of haste. Ooh. <clears throat> and then while you're finding that, okay, Lockdown goes over to a cubicle that he opens up pulls out 
two different robes. One of the robes he hands directly over to Celine and says, this is the robe I think it is. You'd probably best benefit from this. She takes it. And then the other robe, he looks over at Esther and says, this is probably going to match up with stuff you enjoy doing, but you won't be able to wear this and that jacket at the same time. Oh, man. Mercer looks at her and goes, jacket, now. Give, 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 give. What's it? What? Give it, now. Hold on. Tell me about the, the, the robe. He doesn't know anything about it. He just knows that it's magical. Mm. And he knows it has something to do with magic missiles, so... Well, you just just wait, man. Give it. Just wait. I want to find out what the, what the rope does. I have the hat. I want the uniform. Give it. No. Locked on. What does the rope do? Can we I, figure it out? How I don't you... know how to identify it. Now that being said, I have, I have a scroll of identify that I could use. Give me the give me freaking Kate's jacket. Man. Now I also know of something that she has in here that you would thoroughly enjoy having. Is it a garb? No, it's then give me the explosive. Jacket. Oh, I absolutely want that. Fine. <laughs> takes off Scarlet Kate's coat. Mercer quickly puts it on. I'll tell you what the added bonus is here. And then he sits there and reaches into his pocket and pulls out the scroll and casts that hit the one scroll of identify on the rope for her. The rope for Esther? Yes. Okay. In just a second, I will tell you what it is. It'll be on you to look it up. And we're going to rest, right? Yeah, we'll have to. So the robe he identifies for you is called a robe of stars. Oh, nice. You've had um, this before. No, she's had a different version of this. Oh. It's similar, but different in that this one recharges. Yes! Quiet kids. It's a black and dark blue robe embroidered with small white and silver stars. You get a plus one bonus to saving throws while you wear it. It does require attunement. Has six stars on it located on the robe's upper front portion that are particularly large. While you wear this robe, you can use an action to pull one of those stars and use it to cast Magic Missile at 5th level. <gasps> Daily at dusk, 1d6 removed stars reappear on the robe. That's epic for you. Yes. Okay, one action. Hang on, you're not done yet. Hold on. Okay. Wait, there's more. Level 5. <clears throat> okay, so 6 stars... One action to cast Magic Missile at level 5. Mm-hmm. And then what was after that? 1d6 removed stars reappear on the robe daily at dusk. So not after a long rest, every morning. You guys can take two long rests in a day and it still not be dusk. Yep. And it's going to be on you to remember that. Okay. Last so, thing. So, so wait. Could I, I, there's still more. Could I get more stars than what I had? Oh. It can only go to a max of uh, six stars. Okay. Last thing. Mm-hmm. While you wear the robe, mm-hmm. you can use an action to enter the astral plane along with everything you are wearing and carrying. You remain there until you use another action to return to the plane you were on. You will reappear in the last space you occupied. Or if that space is occupied, the nearest unoccupied space. 
Okay. Now the robe that Celine gets does not require attunement. So she can just put it on. She did. Um, let's see here. This robe has cloth patches of various shapes and colors covering it. While wearing the robe, you can use an action to detach one of those patches, causing it to become the object or creature it represents. Once the last patch is removed, the robe becomes an ordinary garment. It's going to have... It has two daggers, two bullseye lanterns that will be filled and lit, Two ten foot poles, okay. two hempen ropes that are coiled, and two sacks. Okay. Now, this is where I'm slightly homebrewing and altering this a little bit. Okay. It also has two pockets, like a standard like robe, like what you would wear when you get up in the morning. Yep four times each day you can reach into the pocket and attempt to pull out something random as if it was treated like a bag of holding. Okay. However, you can't put anything except for what you've pulled out of those pockets back Got in. Got assuming you choose not to use whatever it is. Use whatever it is. Okay, cool. So the way this will work is you tell me when you want to pull something out I'll roll a percentile die and I'll tell you what you pull out. Okay. And to keep with that, I'm going to screenshot that so that I can get back to it quicker. That did not work. I just have to go back to that page then. Um, so then he, he gets back into the cubicle, pulls out six jars, all with a very fine powder. And when I say fine powder, I mean like, so like flour ground up fine, mm -hmm. but it's glowing like the exact same color as the glowstone you once had. <laughs> he looks at you and goes, so you remember those stones you threw into the fo the machine way back when that was producing the war golems? Yep, yep. I assume that was glowstone. It was. What you had, from what I saw, was unrefined glowstone. Absolutely. In an unrefined state, that material can also be used in a blacksmith's forge as opposed to just being used as an explosive. Once refined, however it becomes far more powerful to explode. You send that thing flying and it breaks that glass jar, it's gonna do 6d8 electrical damage. The powder does something else, which I'll have to go back to the book to read it. He's just there, he's like, give, 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 give. So he slides the six jars to you. Then you see him pull three raw pieces out and he goes, these I'm going to hang on to because we're going to a blacksmith forge. I have use for these. <clears throat> okay. And I 
goes up there and disconnects the okay extruder. Mm-hmm. Um, he then looks over at uh, Zabak and says, "Once we get that energy resonator taken care of, mm-hmm. there's a particular individual that we will need to take care of." His weapon is probably going to best match for you. Alright then. So the only thing I ask at this point is the blacksmith hammer that Pyre uses comes to me, please. What does it do? Uh, I'm not sure, I just know it's magical. Is it just for blacksmithing or can it be used for tinkering? It can be used as a weapon. No. Meh. I'm sure it could be used for blacksmithing, too. Well, yeah, but if... Uh, tinkering. And I'll blacksmith, I tinker. Can you use a warhammer? I already know you can. I don't know. Simple weapons... I think it's a martial weapon. Yeah. Nope. I'm pretty sure one of my other lines could use it, but not not for me. One of your other lines. You know how there's there's subclasses, so you're a sorcerer of some type, yes? Mm-hmm. Sorcerer, different subs of the set. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I get it now. So, like, you, you do more the explosive stuff as an artificer. Yes. Whereas Pyre is more of an artificer in uh, as a draconic inventor rather than a whatever the heck you specialize. Potentially. There's another line called Battlesmith. No, he's definitely a draconic inventor. Well, I'm just saying that there's, you know, in my line, it, it's, it's called Battlesmith. All right, so this is a little out-of-game info for you. This particular game introduced a new archetype for artificers, specifically called Draconic Inventor, which would allow you to create an unlimited number of various dragon-forged armaments. Simple and basic at first, then more advanced, and then finally, you get to a certain level and you can actually generate your own Draconic mechanized wings that takes a solid eight hours to create. (laughs) <laughs> I like my boom. The other thing it did is it also introduced new spells. Had you not killed Oricos as quickly as you did, she was going to use some of those spells. What's the chance she has documentation in here? Alchemists tend to have good notes. If she had any, you would have found them. Okay. She's... She's... Uh, advanced enough in her own skill set that documentation is not a necessity anymore. She basically has an eidetic memory so she can memorize everything. She's a poor alchemist. I'm just saying. You're on hold in the land of the dragons. Things work differently here. I still think she's a bad alchemist. Just like collect all... And I, I look at the critters... Mm-hmm. I detect, I like, I focus on each critter and I detect to see if they're magical. They're not. They're just very rare animals. Opens up all the doors. Be free. 
They all skitter away. Mercer walks away. He's got everything out of here that he can physically get. Mercer's borderlining another alignment shift to neutral good. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I dis- I would I would disagree because he's he's in he's outright just murder some people. Who do you outright murder? Oh, the 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 one dude right over here where he's just like, nope, you're dead. I'm killing you. That was in response to that guy attacking you because they caught you guys by surprise. And then he in, comes in here, guns a blazing, just boom, bah, 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 doesn't even like he just he just knows that someone's in there. He doesn't check see who it is. Yeah, fair enough. But once again, you did the exact same thing. You did something really bad, and then you just did something really really good. Yep. But that's what I mean. You didn't have to set a bunch of random rare animals free. They're, they're no good to me, so... And there's no point just leaving them in the cages. So. <laughs> Alright. So, yeah, like I said. You know. um, yeah, at this point... By the way, uh, let's see what time is it. It's 12 o'clock, we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do need to know what the combination between... I, well, I need to know what the hat does again. Because right. I, I can't find it for some reason. I got it here. And then I need to know with the jacket, because I have them both now. Do you? Did you write down the notes for what the jacket did? I, yeah, I got the jacket. I gave. My okay. Notes. Let me find the race to the sunken star. All right. That I think had... I have to get that jacket. No. Right? No way. Now, now Mercer looks more like a pirate. Aye. Well, so he, he has his armor. He has a jacket on top of it that's Kate's jacket with a pirate hat while wearing a dragon mask. Alright, so you have the hat, right? Yeah. Did you write down what the hat did? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can't okay. find my notes for the hat. If you wear the hat, you gain advantage on intimidation checks and deception checks related to their abilities related to your abilities as a sailor, thief, or combatant. And then if you're wearing both the hat and the jacket, once per day, you can automatically succeed on one skill check made while aboard a ship at sea. <laughs> Just what Mercer needs. He's horrible at those, those ship skill checks. Unless it's like inside or something like that. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.